Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsboro, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 35, One Messed Up Triangle. You have probably heard the term non-Euclidean geometry mentioned in science fiction novels or modern physics discussions about oddly curved spaces. The name seems to connote some kind of weird form of geometry that doesn't match with our usual assumptions about the world. And indeed, non-Euclidean geometry does make it possible to construct bizarre figures that seem to defy our basic assumptions. But what exactly does non-Euclidean geometry mean? To start with, let's review what Euclidean geometry is. Basically, this is the type of geometry taught in most high schools, based on the works of the Greek mathematician Euclid over 2,000 years ago. Central to this system of geometry are five postulates, or basic assumptions about how the world works, which are used as a basis for proving more complex theorems. Four of these postulates are very simple. Any two points determine a line, any line segment can be extended indefinitely, any line segment can be the radius of a circle, and all right angles are congruent. The fifth postulate, or parallel postulate, is a little more complicated to state. Given a line and a point not on the line, exactly one line can be drawn through that point that is parallel to the first line. Quite a mouthful compared to the other postulates, don't you think? Because it's so much more complex to state, many mathematicians over the years tried to find ways to get rid of it entirely and prove it based on the other postulates. If you draw a few pictures on a piece of paper, you'll soon realize that the fifth postulate has to be true. Well, drawing pictures on paper might not be the best way to figure this out, since you'll soon see that it's hard to even draw something that supposedly violates this postulate. For example, suppose that instead of the parallel postulate, no line can be drawn through an external point that is parallel to a given line. That would mean that if you draw two lines forming a right angle, and then a third line that also forms a right angle with a second, then the third and first lines must intersect somewhere, forming a triangle with two right angles. Otherwise, the third line would be parallel to the first, violating our modified postulate. Due to absurdities like this, for many years it was assumed that the fifth postulate must be true, and the only open question was whether it should be a postulate or a theorem. But in the 19th century, mathematicians were coming to a growing realization. While mathematics is often very useful for describing the real world, ultimately it's a system for deducing the consequences of your basic assumptions or postulates. So why not try modifying the fifth postulate, deducing the consequences, and see where that takes you? Mathematicians Janos Bolyai and Nikolai Lobachevsky independently pursued this idea in the 1820s and 1830s, developing whole geometries based on modifications of the parallel postulate. At first, it looked like they were just playing some silly symbolic game, and it was several decades before their work was widely accepted but gradually their colleagues realized that these new geometries were very usefully modeling properties of different types of surfaces. For example, let's look again at our absurd example of a triangle with two right angles. How could such a thing be possible? On a flat plane, it really is absurd. But look at a globe of the Earth. Draw lines, which are actually great circle segments on the surface of a sphere, from the equator to the North Pole at the zero and 90 degree meridians. Each of these lines forms a 90 degree angle with the equator, yet they intersect at the pole, and we really do have a triangle with two right angles. And the angle at the pole was also 90 degrees, so there are actually three right angles in this triangle. In other words, our modified geometry may not make sense when viewed on a flat plane, but is an accurate description of the properties of shapes on the surface of a sphere. 
and you can now amaze your friends by drawing triangles with three right angles, though they may get mad at you for defacing their globes. The development of non-Euclidean geometries became vital when Albert Einstein began working on his general theory of relativity in the early 20th century. In Einstein's models, the three-dimensional space we live in is curved in the fourth dimension in regions where matter is present, so these odd forms of geometry are what actually describe the real world, rather than Euclid's so-called obvious models. Of course, whether in a small region of the surface of a sphere, or in a small region of relativistic space, Euclid's conclusions are an excellent approximation of reality for most practical purposes. And it's still true that Euclid made an immeasurable contribution by showing how interesting and useful conclusions could be deduced from a simple set of basic postulates. But the real world is a lot more complicated than Euclid thought. And this has been your math mutation for today.